Welcome to Out of the Sun Podcast. I'm Ilea. And I'm Irene. Grab a cup of coffee and your comfiest sweats and join us every Monday as two best friends discuss everything from raising free-range gremlins to business and really everything under the sun. Let's get started and thanks for being here. Cheers. Cheers. Happy podcasting. Hooray. Hooray. Also, I think this is the first time we've been alone together. I think since Riker has been born. Probably. Like legit, no kids within like zero pressure of like, I better hurry. The kids are upstairs. They're probably driving the guys nuts. Now they're home, but they're driving them nuts. (laughs) Still going to take me half an hour to get there. It's kind of nice. It hasn't happened. No, we should, we should uh, do what the guys do and be like, oh, we just got talking. (laughs) Sorry. It's been three hours. We just got talking. (laughs) But I feel guilt. I don't, mom guilt is, it's a thing. It's legit. I don't know. I don't know if it's guilt. I feel I feel an obligation to go back because I have the boobs and I know that's what she. Yeah. Wants. And you're on a tighter time schedule. Yeah. But I don't feel Minus, guilt that he's doing yeah. his job as a father. I don't. I don't. Well, that and the diff, like Jake has the kids 40 hours a week when I'm gone. So then there's that guilt. I, want, I also have the boobs, but mine can go away because <laughs> she's old and I'm too tired. Well, I want to talk about that soon in, in the, the next podcast. Yeah. We're going to talk about motherhood and mm-hmm. breastfeeding, and we're really excited about that. Actually, mm-hmm. fun fact, we already recorded it, and then I didn't push record <laughs> on the audio. I'm a professional. Um, but we're going to redo it, and it'll yes. be even better. Yeah. And we're going to talk about like the different dynamics of like her being a full-time mom and also a full-time business owner. Yeah. And then we're just going to talk about all the things. Yeah. But today... But also, do I have meat stick in my teeth? No. <laughs> Man, these meat sticks have really gotten their airtime. We should like get, that's who our endorsement should be. They should. If I had the bag, I'd put it right here. What brand is it? Archer. I'll reach out. I'm very picky with my meat sticks. Not that anybody asked for this, but like if I. (laughs) Oh, yes. But if I have to like, I hate to spit something out that I pay money for. Yeah. Like, or if I go to a Mexican restaurant, that's why we're so obsessed with jalapenos because I don't, it's very rare. No specific locations. No locations. There's actually someone asked me when they came to visit the salon, they're like, oh, jalapenos, the chain. And then they called, they're like, it's not a chain. It's just, apparently there's chains and it's very stereotypical to be jalapenos in a Mexican restaurant. But um, I feel like when we go there and get like a steak fajita, I'm never spitting out all this wasted meat that I'm paying a lot of money for yeah. and other restaurants in town. I feel like I can't even chew through it. It's so tough. All that to say with a meat stick, like there's some really good brand of grass fed beef that like I would feel comfortable eating, but I'm spitting half of it out. So I'd rather just not. Is that one of the brands? No, that one's great. I never have an issue with them. They used to be. And they have them at Costco. Yeah. But the thing is they lowered the prices of them. Hmm. So I like double check the ingredients to make sure that's what I thought. (laughs) I double check the ingredients, scanned it on whatever app, can't remember. And it doesn't look like anything has changed as of now. Okay. But they could have like changed the price so that people would start buying again and then they'll change the ingredients. Probably. But that's just my hypothesis. But That or everyone jumped too high on their inflation and people opted out and now they're coming back They did because it was $21 for a bag for a while there. And- it's not worth it for however many meat sticks are in there. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's convenient, but I'd rather. Also, they're not full size. They're mini, no. which are great if and you want got, a snack to go. But there's they also got shorter. Did they? Like, I remember when I first started buying them a while ago, 
they they were way longer. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking like those jerks, like they shortened it, and I can you can see it because the the sleeve is still as long as it should be. Oh, that's terrible. So that was a long meat <laughs> rant, meat stick rant. If uh, we're very passionate about beef and the quality of beef, yes, and the quality of our food, yes. So. I can't wait to have cattle someday. To have like my own grass fed cat. Oh yeah. If you haven't watched my birth video of me, you don't even have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> Just kind of scrub through until we start talking about a meat stick. <laughs> um, because apparently in labor, I asked for it. Mm-hmm. Don't remember that. And then someone was trying to force feed me a meat stick. And so I was like, fine, I guess I'll take a bite. I took a bite and almost puked it out on yeah. everybody. Yep. So these meat sticks. She have, asked for it. These meat sticks proof? have been with us since the, the beginning. Yeah, they have. But today I'm, I'm excited about this because, um, the channel is a little different now mm-hmm. since uh, like like you're a new host with me yeah. and people, your audience came over and started following yeah. Under the Sun podcast and they're just learning about who I am and yeah. all about us. And so originally when we had put a post or a question box on Instagram, I said, what kind of episodes do you want? Someone said Q&A and we're like, sold. Yes. We will gladly talk about ourselves. Always. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so we're we're gonna do a quick Q and A. I go check that and make sure there weren't any last minute. Oh yeah, things that popped up. Also because the podcast that I was going to edit and release, <laughs> there, <laughs> was, there was no audio. Yes, so this is not the usual <clears throat> podcast day. No, but it's exciting because it's just her and I. We're focused and mm-hmm. um, and I think things are going well. Like to, in full transparency, like uh, we're. Like we're kind of starting fresh. Like it says season three, but we kind of only did two seasons before of 10 episodes. Um, and I was still like working full time, super busy mm-hmm. and gave it like 1% of my brain. Now I'm not working full time, but doing birth videography and photography on the side and caring for Leo and doing mm-hmm. this podcast yeah, and my own YouTube channel. But now we can actually like run after it. So yeah. I, we would love like any feedback you have of like, you know, more shorts, less shorts, you know, uh, <laughs> There's still meat stick in my teeth. I'm trying to discreetly get it, but my mouth noises are sick. I'm aiming for my face to be like. Okay. Anyways, what what about this new season? New season in the West. from that one all right well, now i'm crying <laughs> okay oh so we asked you <laughs> more shorts less shorts yeah just more old footage so i was i'm a mess today i, love I was really on a roll with filming for the vlog because as we said before we worked for my husband's company doing other stuff Well, on a lot of the shoots, we didn't need hair and makeup, and that was my job. So I would tag along just to, like, get coffee or help or do whatever, and I'm very organized, so all that stuff. Um, I also was there to film behind the scenes of everyone, so while everyone was working frantically, I have hours and hours of footage of us going on all these crazy trips that I was supposed to also edit and put together as vlogs, and I never did. All that to say, I have an embarrassing amount of footage of an embarrassing amount of things that we did, so... If you want some embarrassing old footage of us, got that? Oh, we got it. Got it. <clears throat> Definitely got it. But we asked you guys on Instagram and 
on your your Instagram, my Instagram, mm-hmm. and on the Under the Sun podcast Instagram questions. We grab the top ones. We might not get to all of them. I have a question that's not on the list. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to take for us to spill these lidless coffees? <laughs> it's going to be me <laughs> as the girl who has paper towels right here because every time we film. Just my, in case. Just in case. Uh, number one, we, we both got different variations mm-hmm. of this question, so we'll both yeah. answer. My question asks, uh, am I ever going to tour again? Slash, are you guys still a band? Do you want to start or you want me to start? You can start. Yeah. So um, I would love to tour again. I don't know if you know this, but this like global pandemic happened kind of like mm-hmm. in the middle of life. And we were touring very frequently. For those of you who don't know, I <laughs> used to tour around the country with Irene as my backup singer. Such bestie and hair guru singing country music. We played, you know, festivals, bars, all the things in between. And 2020 hit and we just kind of. I mean, everything came to a stop. And then for a long time, they were requiring um, mask and uh, other things that shall not be mentioned, you know, to be able to play in certain venues and participate at certain even bars. Like, we're requiring these things and believe whatever you want. I don't care. It's not my business. I... That wasn't something I could go along with. And I was like, well, then we're just going to hold off for a little bit and not um, tour for a while until this all like settles it down. And then uh, I got pregnant with Leo. I was working full time for um, an agriculture company uh, doing film and photography. Um, All that to say, there's just been a lot of life happening. And touring is awesome. We love it. And I love my band. And it's a whole lot of fun. But if you've ever toured or no, have a friend who's a musician. It is a lot of work and it's a lot of, um, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that people just don't even get or fathom. Um, they can fathom it, but like, it's just a lot of prep work and maintenance and all the things. And it's just, it's a lot more effort than we're, we have the bandwidth to mm-hmm. filter in right now. The plan is also half the bandmates keep just procreating. Yeah. So. We keep procreating, <laughs> which man. is wonderful. It's but. wonderful. We love it. But, uh, at some point, like we do live in, it's 2023. Mm-hmm. Lots of people can basically be just as effective online with their yeah. music content. And like truly my brand has changed and my style of music has changed. I would not say I'm as yeah country and anymore as what I used just to be. Doesn't, maybe it's because we're getting older, but it just doesn't feel like early. I don't know. It's a whole different thing with both online presence and I guess the way things have progressed. But it doesn't feel like you have to grind at all the bars at 2 a.m. It's like at this point, like not to toot our own horns, but like we're pretty good and your music and your writing is amazing. Thanks. Like we don't, we've outgrown the bar scene. Yeah. And I don't, we're not going to bar hop just to get to side stage when we've done plenty of side stages. We just need to. Yeah. We've done side stages and main stages. And like, here's the thing. Bars are not my demographic. Mm -mm. I am not a rah, rah party till it's, I can't even give you an example because I'm not that girl. Yeah. But I'm more of like a storyteller and I, I thrive in like environments where I can tell stories and, and sh- you know, have moments with the audience versus like, mm-hmm. raise a beer, let's go. Yeah. Um. So it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I just mm-hmm. think I've grown. You've yeah. grown. We've all grown and we've like kind of all been this, through this huge yeah. life thing of this pandemic that I don't know if you, but I still sometimes write 2020 on checks yeah. and I feel like it was just last year or like we're still kind of in it. Yeah. But 
we were talking to our nephew the other day who is seven, I almost said he's 18, 17. And he's like, oh, that was like so long ago. We're like, no, that was like yesterday. He's like, that was like three years ago, guys. And I was like, oh no, I'm Three old. years to him though is very it's different than three years life, to Not us. most of his life, but yeah. a chunk of his life. So yeah, I still feel like I'm in that bubble. Yep. So yes, I would love to have a strategic album release because I've never released a full length album. I have mm-hmm. been writing for years and I haven't released a lot of stuff truly because like this is deeper than needs to be but yeah so um I had a lot of like grandma died who was like a second mom to me she Mm -hmm. died and then um like between pandemic and like you know when you're on stage all the time you get criticized a lot and a lot of that like took me down and made me insecure and so like I had to like learn and like rebuild up I don't think my foundation of who I was was quite Mm -hmm. built yet and now I'm like oh I kind of know who I am now yeah. and I can stand on my own two feet and like say what you want. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, truly I used to like, if no one complimented me after a show, I was devastated. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. that, that must've just sucked. And yeah, some people actively just said mean things, but you know, yeah, it is what it is, but we will tour again. Do you think you'll ever want to come on stage again? I think so. I missed it. And then there's one night where you guys like were starting at 11 PM and I was like, Ooh, God, <laughs> Home. Yeah, I, yeah. But now you're in that phase with the baby, and yeah, you got to go home. Yeah. But it was I was backup vocals for her, and it was super fun because I grew up in a very Baptist church, so I have been singing harmonies and level matching people my entire life. So for me, like I have no desire. I've been on camera. My mom was a stage mom. I've done all the things. I have no desire to be the front and center, but like I still like to be somewhere up in the center. So it was perfect for me because I could like just be behind her, help like push her songs and make them sound fun and give her the boosts and all the when she's tired and like we've played 15 hours, what, oh 12 gosh. hours in and she looks at me and I'm like, you got it. And I'm like, <laughs> cranked up on Red Bull and then Aww. just give her that push to keep going. But yeah. Um, and then I got to the phase so where it was. Mm. I do miss it. So, yeah. So I will do it again. But yeah. we hit a phase with this is a lot deeper of a question, but it's OK. Yeah, it's a good apparently. One. Um, we hit a phase where a lot of the videos that my husband's company was doing didn't need hair and makeup or he was working on like a farming company and the farmer men are like, don't powder my nose. So yeah. Okay. Whatever. And then on tour, we got so busy that I stopped being able to really do your hair and makeup because we roll in like 20 minutes before we'd have to, we'd both be throwing makeup on in the car and like the like passion of my soul. I don't love Mm. makeup. Yeah. But you've been doing your own makeup forever and you do a great job. So as Thanks. soon as you were like, good to go. I'm like, hurry, bye. But like hair is my entire life. Well, so, a lot of times there wasn't even like a place to plug no, in. No outlets. And they didn't have all these fancy like battery operated curling irons that they do now. But yeah. it kind of I felt like a little bit of a piece of me was getting sucked away. Not from like her mm. or touring or music. Um, and then I know I don't know if this was in the podcast that got audioed or not. But like I am obsessed with the personality tests mm. and then I found out that one of my personality traits is of my type is being a personality testy. Anyways, all that to say, I had looked up like relationships between a three and an eight on the Enneagram. Just me and you just to be, but me and you and me and Jacob. Yeah. And it's typically like threes and eight butts, butt heads because threes can chameleon and be whoever they need to be to fit around. But a three is their true self when they're with their people. And that's mm. how, you know, like the three is just going to be who they are, but an eight is who they are all the time. No apologies. So to a th- to an eight, a three is confusing because it's like, why aren't you just being yourself? 
Mm. And the the interesting thing is threes and eights, I guess in a couple, can either like take over the world or they can completely squash each other. Because mm. an eight doesn't want to be told what to do and a three doesn't want to be told what to do. But a th- an eight likes to tell people what to do and a three doesn't. It's like, don't tell me what to do, but I don't want to tell you what to do. And mm. an eight. But the main thing I read once um, about a three and an eight is threes and eights can really help each other and complement each other growing unless one set, because they're both very ambitious numbers, unless one set feels like their dreams are being squished mm. by the other. Aww. And not I that you know, no, not you. It was like, I think it was a combo because I had both like. Well, I was in severe distress. I was were. not. You were. But it, I, don't, I wasn't like squashed by the band so much as like. You weren't doing what you loved. I wasn't doing what I loved yeah. in my nine to five. Not that it was a nine to five, but yeah. like, and I wasn't doing You're what 24 I. You're 24 Right. <laughs> and I wasn't doing what I loved in my background because by the point that we were touring and traveling a lot with both, I had shut down my salon because we were in the middle of what we thought was going to be moved to Nashville. So then I didn't do hair for like six months. Mm. And I, in my brain, I was like, oh, it's fine. Cause I got licensed and now I'm multi-state licensed. So that's cool. But at the time I was like, well, I'll just stop doing it for now. I'll help the company transition. And then I'll start at a salon there and go. And then during that time, um, we ended up not moving. And then right when I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to work so I can start like expressing my creative outlet. We got pregnant. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to build up a clientele to go on maternity leave. So then I accidentally took like a, a little bit less than a year of a hiatus from what I love. And then Mm. it just like, I was helping the company and then I started video editing to help. And then it just like slowly started like shriveling in on myself. But all that to say, now I'm in a healthy space. I do hair all the time. So would you say touring would be fun? I think now, because I feel like my own creativity isn't being squished. And now I'm mature enough to say like, Hey, like every time I do her hair, she's like, I'll just straighten it. I'm like, let me do your hair. Yeah. But and I, I also do growl at her like that. I do want, but I think we have that relationship even <clears throat> more now to be like, I don't have the bandwidth right now. Yeah. Because whether it's right or not, I think maybe the culture and the culture of Green Shoe was like, we just get it done no matter what, which is great. Yeah. But at some point that we're shifted all very and it was all, we were very and driven, we still hard are, workers. But, but it was at some point it was like, I remember, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Particular clients just kind of sucked the life the life yeah. out of us, and we kind of like lost mm-hmm. that passion and that flair. Mm-hmm. But then that also made us step into the people that we are today and be able yeah. to say like, Irene, I love you, but I got to go home. Like yeah. I'm tired, or or yeah. hey, you know, we're, we can just have more yeah. honest conversations and no like negativity either in anything. Because mm-hmm. I think at the time like we all we love each other so much. It's like I want to support you. I want to help you. But now we are mature enough to say, like, I would love to help you, but I need to nap for five minutes first. Or yeah. I need to go at least do one haircut and then. Or let's my, get on the calendar and I'll happily yeah. help you. But today mm-hmm. is not the day. But my you know? creative cup is filled. Now I can help yeah. you versus one side or the other. Yeah. We will tour again. I would like it to be a more efficient. Yes. Like higher. We're renovating an RV. And that would be ideal because we have toured in several really awesome vans. <laughs> <laughs> that the front really bumper, awesome. the front bumper literally fell off when we were yeah running late to a show, and then the um, what's the oh shoot, this is the wrong demographic, <laughs> and we're not car people. The there's like a whole front end thing fell off. Remember the thing that connected the wheels? Yes. What is that called? Uh, someone's listening and being like, it's a Cadillac <laughs> converter. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but remember when that fell off too? Yeah. And oh man. Yeah. All that to say that we've slept in weird places. The whole band has slept in one hotel room before. Yeah. Now we have 
the kids. So it's a good oh, excuse geez. to, like, oh, we got to take the RV. It's air conditioned. Yeah. It's got a bed. Yeah. So but we also, we're going to go bougie this time. Yeah. We want to, I want to release a whole album with mm-hmm. little documentaries that go with yeah, every single song. That'd be great. Um, I just, I'm trying to figure out how to move forward with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like truly like big, maybe there's a question in here. I don't know, but I would really love to get this podcast off the ground, outsource um, the editing because I do all the editing now, outsource the editing so that you and I are like, you know, the sponsorships are in in Mm -hmm. line and we can afford to pay an editor um, and then we release content all the time. And then I also have a YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Outsourcing. And then like I have a YouTube channel and I'm outsourcing the editing for that so that like, okay, I'm making money in the background. Well, mm-hmm. then now I can actually like fully put myself into yeah, like writing. Cause that's what I, that's where, that's where I started. That's where it originated. Of like, oh, yeah. I can tell a story. I can't write you an email for shit. If you ever hear <laughs> me, like if I ever send you an email and there's grammar problems, there's a reason because I should be writing songs, not emails. So. I mean, that's okay. Emails are outsourced to chat GBT now. <laughs> Man, I wish that would have been when I was in the corporate world. Oh yeah. I, I, ne- I remember this is not, wow. We are just going on tangents. <laughs> So I used to work with a lot of engineers mm. and it was always like, the thanks, engineers. period. When will this be done? Period. Mm-hmm. I, I need this, period. And it was never any exclamation points, nothing. And so like, whereas mine was like, hey, exclamation point, exclamation point. Hope you're doing well. How's the family? How's Taylor? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I just threw Taylor's name out. But um, <laughs> like, how are these things yeah. trying to be all fluffy? Yeah. And eventually I was just like, I'm dead inside. I can't keep giving you all my exclamation yeah. points. So yeah. I just start doing periods and like, mm-hmm. just like, to the point, because I'm like, this is, you know, the engineering mindset. I don't know. All right. Are engineers ones? Yeah. I just started like, just <laughs> to the point. And uh, I ran into one of the engineers and he was like, so are like, you mad at me or something? And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, your, your emails just drastically changed. I was like, I, nobody, nobody, nobody just, responded. Nobody responded. Like, I need equal exclamation yeah. points back and forth so that yeah. I know we're excited and you're not mad yeah. at me. This is a good, this would be a good conversation for... <clears throat> When we have one of our guests on to talk about yes. communication thing, because Jacob used to use periods in all of his text. And I had to come up and be like, hey, people think you're mad at them. And he's like, why? For using proper grammar. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. just don't put a period if it's a woman. Doug Otherwise, Ford. <laughs> Does he My drummer. All the time. And he's like, probably like, he literally, he, he will put an exclamation point and say, and then put in parentheses, I did that one for you. Thanks. And then like, he never, it's always like, you know. Hope yeah. you're well, period. <laughs> but love him. Love my drummer. Awesome. Um, All right. Wow, that was yes. what a question. <laughs> Hope you have a snack. All right, guys, have a good day. Yeah, I'd like to take your phone with you in the toilet because we're going to be yeah. here for a while. Yeah, okay. You you pick, or you go ahead. Oh, man, we can talk for 45 minutes about all of these things. But let's, let's just go, go down, down the list. list. Okay. I'm 38 weeks pregnant and terrified of giving birth. Help. That's very different than the last conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're really it's like going everything. into our everything under the yeah. sun um hypnobirthing mm-hmm. hypnobirthing we'll hypnobirthing. put a link in the description it is my favorite i mean it's only but one of two i course. kind of did but i'll put a link to the specific course because my firstborn hypnobirthing my one of my friends had given me her cds from when she took the course in person i couldn't find a hypnobirthing course in person near me at all and at that point, like there weren't any online that I could find. And then I got pregnant in 2020. Surprise. And um, by that time, I was like, there has to be a hypnobirthing course because no one's doing anything in person. And sure enough, there was. And the one that I found, I actually 
the main reason I picked it is because the lady had a British accent and it's like soothing and relaxing. So Mm -hmm. that's that's the main reason. And it ended up being super helpful because my second birth was so calm. I almost had my daughter in a hotel parking lot. So absolutely hypnobirthing. I don't know if I would say read all the books because I feel like reading the books of like, um, like Ina Maid's Guide to Childbirth. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Read it. It's a great book and it helps you not be fearful of birth, but it gave me so much false confidence that I Is went that an in. Is that three thing though? Maybe. I don't know. But I went into it like so positive. It wasn't even going <clears> to <throat> hurt at all if I just mind over mattered it. Um, and then I literally, this is a story for another day, but I literally thought as I was contracting that I wish they would just cut me open with a knife from the kitchen. And like, they can tell the baby good stories about me. They can show them videos, but like I was done. I'm out. Just keep the baby safe and let me go. So Mm. I can't do this anymore. And then my second one, just, I, by the time she came out, I was like this, I was almost in shock. I was like, this is not my baby. There's no way she just was there. So all that to say a proper hypnobirthing course. I'll link the one that I like. Also, she just came out with an anxiety course. So I just bought it. I haven't listened to it. I'm sure it's great though, because she's, she's a her, soft her mannerisms. British lady. Yeah. And there's lots of audio tracks. So yeah, that's good. What's your, I wonder if it's a thing. personality. I, so we have a guest coming on. I don't know what lineup it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a guest coming on to talk all about personalities. I'm really excited about that. Oh, yeah. But I wonder if this is something in that wheelhouse of interesting. Because information makes me calm, even mm-hmm. if it's negative information. Like, I want to know every single scenario, like <clears throat> everything from I literally get the perfect, peaceful hypnobirthing mm-hmm. experience to um, I'm hemorrhaging. Like, I want to know every single story yeah. in between that. Yeah. And that's what made me calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and listening to podcasts of, women telling their birth stories like I yeah. literally like I got pregnant and I listened to uh, a podcast called down to birth and I listened to 140 episodes mm-hmm. oh wow within within the first six months that's impressive because I was like I I maybe get a hyper I might have some ADD <laughs> ADHD like or like yeah I don't know. There's something going on in there, but like, Mm -hmm. I just got hyper-focused on learning and that makes me calm because I know that no matter the scenario, like I have the mental tools to be able to like Mm -hmm. make the adequate, the proper decisions moving forward. Um, Well, in the hypnobirthing CDs, as far as having the adequate tools, it was like nice and relaxing to listen to, but I didn't have like, it was just the audio tracks of like, just relax, but I didn't have the tools of how to get to relax where doing the full course gives you, here's how to relax so that when you're listening to this during labor you know what to do physically in Definitely. your mind but and I took the same hypnobirthing class that she took and actually <clears throat> I found it um I found it so valuable that I I have given it to friends who have gotten pregnant and mm-hmm. were looking for a course and so I just gifted it to them instead of like a yeah like a onesie set or something yeah. I gave them the course that's wonderful um, <clears throat> yeah so you'll do great and everything meant is, to do this at, your body was made to do this what were your affirmations that you really clung oh to? Mine was every surge brings me closer to my baby. I remember that one. That one like that one was like rattling my mind and God doesn't design broken systems. So even yeah. if it feels so I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but it, it's it does not feel great. No. It's not comfy. No. But even though it feels kind of terrible, like 
God designed it this way for a reason. Mm-hmm. And truly, like, I feel like I'm a different person since birth, like for the better. Like yeah. you, when you go through something hard and like have your mm-hmm. people around you and you can just see how people like rally and yeah, it, it changes you so much for the better. Um, or also your birth could not go as planned yeah. and can change you for a little bit and then you, you rally and yeah. And then you're changed for the better in the long run. But yeah, yeah, you, you got it. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Number three. What's something crazy you talked the other one into doing? So we talked briefly earlier. So what, but what is something you have? I can't, I can't on the spot. I feel panicked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll tell one. So we were having a movie marathon. Um, this was the second one that we've done. So we've done two movie marathons. Lord of the Ringathon. This was the Lord of the Ringathon. We had also done an Indiana Jones-a-thon, which means basically we got a projector. We had a huge space. And we made little trophies. If you made it through all of the movies without leaving, you got a little trophy at the end. And there was like chili cook-offs and stuff in the middle. And um, costumes were welcome because I basically made it mandatory that costumes were welcome. And we both dressed up as Sam and Frodo, including getting like teddy bears from Dollar Tree and like chopping all the hair off and gluing them to our feet. Well, at some point, my husband called and was like, hey, we need such and such batteries. Can you go grab them really quick? I went into like Walgreens, CVS. For some reason, nobody had the specific battery we needed. And the only place that I could find that had it was Walmart. And she was just driving and dropping me off at the door. And I made her come in with me because I, it was at the time that people of Walmart was very popular. And I basically forced her to come into Walmart with me in like, we weren't barefoot. I think we had sandals on, flip flops or, or something. But I refused to go into Walmart by myself. I was like, I'm not going to end up on peopleofwalmart.com unless you're standing next to me. You have to come inside. That was something I made you do. I I don't know who made who go to Florida. And I don't know where, like why we decided to go to Florida. I think we just wanted to. I love it. We love were that young. for us. We were young and had that. Let's just get in the car and go spirit. Yeah. Did we fly there? Mm-hmm. I have a trash memory. The only thing that's coming to mind, because I have a literal trash memory, sometimes she says things like, we did what? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Is we almost died on driving from oh, like that was, that one was part of trip. Florida to another one. Because like we were driving to the airport and we had a rental car and the rental car was out of gas and we didn't know it. Yeah. And because you were reading a zombie book out loud <laughs> was, and like I was, I was like going like 90 miles an hour on accident. <laughs> that was the audiobook before Audible. I don't know if Audible existed or we just we didn't, didn't have, have any money. It, but we spent all our money on Florida. So yeah. I was reading a zombie book that I like downloaded on a Kindle app. And then next thing you know, she's going 90. The car's dinging at us that we're out of gas. We're almost missing we're in like our the flight. Middle of we're Sarasota. in the middle of nowhere. Right, Sarasota? Not a gas station in sight. Yeah. It's getting dark. We were really young. So... That was fun. We almost died listening to a zombie book in Florida. Why do we die? Almost die so much. <laughs> I don't think we actually do, but no. So I do we? Did I forget? Yeah. This? What am I forgetting? Well, we like our our car almost broke down, and remember there was like no cars. I don't know where mm-hmm. we were coming. We're coming from Clearwater. Remember was we, that we it? drove we to were Clearwater like in the middle of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> we almost died there because there was a storm. Oh my gosh! Because we were walking. We're walking. <laughs> we're walking to the beach, and it's a nice sunny day, and we're so excited. 
And we, we just, just been got in the car there for like two hours. Yeah. And then everyone is running this way. We're like, that's weird. Why is everybody leaving the beach? Cool. The beach all to yeah. ourselves. And then we're all, such idiots. All of a sudden, there's like some hurricane level winds, like umbrellas, these big flying barrel tra- trash cans are flying towards us. And then we had no food. We finally found a hotel. We probably, like, I remember Jacob saying, get a nice hotel. I'll pay for it if we have to. And I think we found like a middle of the road. So like, we're not wasting all our money on a hotel. Yeah. But we also didn't want to get murdered. Yeah. Then we went into the grocery store and then they lost power. So all we had for dinner were like, I have a picture somewhere that I'm not going to be able to find. I need to stop promising that I'm going to post pictures on Instagram because I can't find any of them. Was it some vinegar chips? But we had like four bags of chips in our hands and we just held yes, them up. Yes, I have that on my Instagram. Do you? Okay, yes. you can share that because I can't find it. Oh. And then watch the Kardashians for hours. So it was a great trip. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Basically, they've listened to Under the Sun podcast for the holistic advice. Um, please say you're going to talk health. Yes. Uh, yes. As I, much as we can remember, because our brains are trashed, because my minerals are in the garbage. But but I think... But I know why, so yes. Here's the thing. Um, a lot of the times, like, you know, when people are in it for so mm-hmm. long, they kind of start talking up here, and you're like, whoa, I'm a... Yeah. I don't I'm know anything. Like, <laughs> talk to me like I'm five type of thing about health. <laughs> talk um, to me like I'm five. Explain this to me like I'm five years old. I say that to Dave all the time. I'm like, dude, like bring it down here. What are you talking about? Um, But yeah, definitely. I also want to have a lot of different like guests who Mm -hmm. specialize in certain things like women's fertility, um, even male fertility and testosterone and just have a slew of people on because we like we're kind of the. I almost said Joe Rogan, but like we're just like (laughs) we're the commentators and we know a lot of things. But But we're not the experts. I don't think anybody's really the experts. That's true. That's my hot take of the day. But yeah, um, we will have people on that mm-hmm. we can talk and ask questions and ask questions from the layman side of things. Of yes. Like, you know, all the stuff. So yeah. we will do health. We will really literally talk about everything under the sun. What you will find from Irene and I, there's very little we won't talk about. Yes. That is true. That's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Um, any particular books that have impacted your lives the most, do you also gift these to others? Man, books. I have gifted books before. Now I can't remember. I know I gifted my brother Abel James' book, mm-hmm. The Wild Diet. Did he read it? No. Yeah. Did he lose it? Yes. Yeah. Did they call me asking them what kind of recipes they can make so he can heal some autoimmune issues he's having? Yes. Did I tell him to go find that book? Yes. Did they find it? No. Anyways, something that's hard about being the holistic one of the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have multiple on my side, but mm-hmm. and when you're the holistic one or the holistic one in your friend group, people mm-hmm. reach out a lot, but then they only follow about 20% of your advice. And yeah. then they're like, oh, I don't know why it's working because I'm only doing X, Y, Z, not the other yeah. ones. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, don't ask me if you're not going to do yeah. what I mm-hmm. said. Anyways, book wise, though, I can't really think of anything. It's been a long time. I used to read book after book after book. Yeah. And then the last four years, I've barely mm. read a book. Somehow Jacob has read like 15 books this year and I'm not even through I'm one. read more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine would probably be, I know I've gifted Diane Sanfilippo's book about um, the sugar detox, whatever oh, yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. I gifted that one to a gal who was having an autoimmune response. Mama Natural's Guide to Childbirth or Mom Natural Birth. I never actually birth. read that. I read her I, blog a lot, but not the actual book. It's itself. basically the same thing. That's it's what I kind of thought. The blog. I mean, there's a little bit more in the book mm-hmm. for sure. There's like, 
you know, tips, article, recipes, yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I re-gifted that. Not re-gifted it. I let someone borrow it mm-hmm. um, who's pregnant. Uh, and I have this old country living set that's like uh, from Dave's grandpa that Aww. I let someone borrow who just started a homestead. I was like, here, borrow this, but I want it back because we're yeah. going to buy a homestead. So yeah. um, I awesome. guess that's the only things. Mm-hmm. I'm more... Also, the body keeps score. Oh, you read that? No, but it's I have it. On my Would list. you like to borrow it? Yeah, it's on my list. Um, there, we do do that. We let. Ha ha! <laughs> There's books. Yeah, so it's really good. It's kind of like some parts are like, if you want to say triggering, because it's mm. it just it's telling the story of, you know, why their body keeps score. But yeah. it's very interesting. But it's good to know. Yeah, it is. It's good. I'm more of one to like not. <laughs> Sometimes not run away from things. I'd rather just like tackle it head on and yeah, fight it out. But it's good to know like what, because if you never pay attention, then your body's just going to collapse on you. That's why some people like no matter how much you coach them, they cannot feel their toes. Like I can't feel my toes or really? I can't feel my legs. What are yeah. you talking about? Like you just, they're just kind of there and it's, it's like, oh, hmm. that's actually like yeah. the body holding on to yeah, trauma. Something. I remember I did a, this is a tangent. Man, we got a lot of these. Um, I did a training once. Um, it was like an anxiety mm-hmm. training thing of like how to like release trauma and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did it. Holy crap, it was impactful. It was awesome. It was like you, you know how um, you have, well, at least I have this, you know, story I repeat to myself in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then it usually always goes back to, well, that's because this, this, and this happened. And that's why like you'll always be broke. Like that's, that's whatever it is. Yeah. The exercise was to write a letter to your younger self and then go like close your eyes and pretend at your current age to go sit with little, Mm -hmm. like me, it was like little six year old Leah and say, Hey, you're too young to deal with this. But you know, you do get through type of thing. Have you seen those videos that they've been doing about those? No. Ooh, they make you cry every time. It's just like music and it's the adult one sitting there and it, flips back to like six-year-old me and it's like will we grow up and then the person's like mm-hmm. it's like will we get married and they're like, mm-hmm. it's like will the marriage last and then the adult them is like mm. and then the girl the little girl's like was it my fault and the adult them is like stern it's like no it wasn't your fault mm. and then it like flips back oh. and forth and i'm like every time i see those i cry it was a thing like i want to say six months ago when i was really on tiktok a lot but mm. oh every time it was just like so interesting yeah but it was like it's, everyone was making videos to their childhood selves it's powerful i i would have to say that um i have always had this whole like body keep score this was all kind of around the same time when i read that book mm-hmm. and did this like it sounds so annoying when i say like trauma train yeah. trauma release yeah. training whatever it sounds so woo and annoying but yeah um it, it worked for me mm-hmm. like i felt like i could never really take like a really full deep breath mm-hmm. because there was something like locked in my chest like yeah. there was something stuck in the way and yeah. like that it's a thing it get like trauma yeah. gets trapped so mm-hmm. literally wrote a, like wrote a letter to my younger self closed my eyes and like went and like sat with her and yeah um like had conversations with her cried about it mm-hmm. and then like literally ever since i could have like i can take that's like amazing. really full f- breaths for the first time yeah. in my entire life that's awesome so um but all that being said i think i have i definitely have more work to do but yeah um the body keeps source really good. Well, yeah. that got deep. But. I mean, there's a, there, there's a, we should do a podcast on like the way that we grew up, like the good and the bad. Cause yeah. there's a lot of positive that comes from it. Yeah. I think. And there's a lot of stuff that 
maybe is not the healthiest, but we can save that for another day, which is an interesting perspective on like, well, you don't need to meditate or you don't need to think about that because if you're just pray hard enough and you're good enough, then you'll get it answered. And it's like, no, you need to find it in the Bible. Work through things. Yeah. You have to work through stuff. You can't just. God says in this life, you will have trouble. Yes. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say if you are in this life and you're having trouble, that means you screwed up somewhere. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that. Sorry, I'm not listening to you. Yeah. But yeah, we should talk about that. Yes. Because it took me a minute to like, even with the hypnobirthing, I'm like, should I do this? And it's like, no, it's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with hypnosis. If you're not like, no one's turning me into a chicken. I'm just learning how to use this toolbox of a body that I have. Do you, uh, I'm going to skip to 10. Okay. Because this kind of is, goes along the same lines. Um, it says, uh, who are some of your favorite podcasters? Mm. Um, mine would be, Truly, I think Ali Bestucky has mm-hmm. really reshifted my mind because I didn't yeah. realize how locked I was into the like feminist mindset that I didn't mm-hmm. even realize was yeah. ingrained in me of like, oh, if I have kids, that like I have to do all the things before I have kids because once yeah. you have them, your life is over. Mm-hmm. Um, she's changed my mind a lot. But she had one of the Duggar daughters on a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. And um, I can't remember which one. But she was talking about how basically like unlearning her upbringing. Mm. She's like, I'm still very like her husband's a pastor. She's like, I'm still very much a Christian. She's like, but I just I got like locked into this belief system that actually wasn't biblical at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I needed like I needed to hear this more than I realized that like at some point, like when you become an adult out of such a strict religion, Mm -hmm. it's hard to adjust your mindset. of Oh, I'm just I'm just a sinner. And. Mm-hmm. At some point, if I get in a car accident, they're going to blame that because I was walking, not walking and <laughs> not coming to their church. Yeah. It's yeah. We'll yeah. get back to this. And someday. they probably will use you in a story. But, oh, you know, for sure. I'm, I know I've been used in a story. I got a text from someone who was still <laughs> oh, going through. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I probably have. No one texts me anymore. So Whereas literally I feel closer to God now than I ever have in my whole mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And that's where it it comes down to like it like it does not matter what other people yeah it, like almost like healthy counsel of people you trust and yeah. godly leaders mm-hmm. but like literally anybody from my past if suck a pickle um <laughs> <clears throat> i'm on the opposite end of podcasters cuz i went through with like my years worth of autoimmune stuff i went through years of podcasting health and knowledge and learning and human body and physical movement and now I feel like I have so many plates in the air. I just want to laugh. And I heard yeah. someone post on some media platform. Don't remember which one at all. No, it was in a book. It's in a book. Oh, there's a book. Ah! It's a book called Happier by Dr. Amen, which I heard from one of Dave Asprey's podcasts. Let me borrow one it. One of his shorts. Can I borrow it? Yeah. highlighted stuff. So just That's fine. whatever. But um, in the book, it talks about like brain health and all this stuff. Like even hitting your head as a kid can affect your future. So now... My kid falls down the stairs. I'm like, oh, great. She's going to be depressed when she's 15 because she fell down the stairs. But it's not not true. Um, Red light. It's a lot of a lot of stuff in there. But one of the things he said that really stuck out, and I can remember this from even like the me that moved here, was like young and carefree and didn't have like all these responsibilities. But he said, look at a child. If you have children, watch your child and listen to how many times a day they laugh. And he said, on average, a child laughs 300 plus or giggles times a day. 
And on average, an adult maybe will like chuckle five times, maybe. Hmm. And I was like, oh, childhood me is like, if I did that flip-flop video of like, oh, do we still have as much fun as we had? Are we still a hype man? Are we still laughing? And adult me would be like, no, no, we're too stressed. So Hmm. that really did a lot. And then I was like, I think I need to pull back from serious, pull back from news, pull back from everything. Hmm. So now I only pretty much listen to Elise Myers and the Office Ladies podcast. So. But I do spend most and of the time also laughing. Back porch theology, right? Occasionally. Sometimes that's even a little bit too much. So mm-hmm. if I'm like really struggling or down, like I know it can go there for encouragement, but now I just kind of want to laugh. But that is a wonderful podcast. Yeah. So. That's one that's one I was gonna mention. Yeah. Allie Stuckey, um Allie Beth Stuckey. Mm-hmm. Um Lisa Harper's Back Porch Theology. She is amazing. She is awesome. She's one of the women who um she's a preacher and it was she was like my gateway drug back into Christianity. That's awesome. <laughs> like her and Stephen Furtick. I know people rag on him a lot, but I'm like, I know the name, but I think only because you've mentioned it. But I don't think I know anything. Elevation about Worship. I don't know mm. if you know they are, but um, I can see the logo. They were, but they were like my safe place to <laughs> land. So as people are like, oh, they he doesn't preach the Bible. People get so mad. It's like, okay, great, mm. but like, I wouldn't be where I. Not that I wouldn't be, but like, God used him in my life. And like God used yeah. Lisa Harper in my life. Yeah, so that's great. Um, nothing is wasted. Um, yeah. What else? Is there anything else? Um, when I was pregnant, I listened to Down to Birth podcast every single episode, yeah. except for the ones about um, like uh, infant loss. Because mm. I was like, I, I couldn't. Can't. I couldn't. I still can't. My kids are two and four and I still can't. Yeah. Can't. Mm-mm. So I went out of order, but. That's Okay. Uh, <laughs> number six. You want to read it? <laughs> Not a question. Had to say this pick is precious. We'll post a screenshot of. On um, that note, there was another question that says, "Why does Jake have RBF in this photo?" And another question said, "What's on Jake's mind?" And the answer to that is, Jacob just has RBF. The amount of people, including our employees, who come up and are like, "Hey, is Jake okay today?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's fine. Why?" They're like. I don't know. He just looks and I'm like, he just looks. He's great. He's happy as a clam. And um, also that was a show day. And on show days, like a lot of Ilea sounding great aside from her vocals, because they were great. But like you can have the best vocals. But if your board is off. Yeah. No one's going to care. So a lot of his stress was like, does the microphone work? Do our XLR, do they break in transit? Is it raining? Are we going to drop in a guitar in the mud? Like, yeah. Too many things there on his brain. There was just so much. Also, I took that picture. I have a time lapse of me curling her hair that day. And that was just a screen grab that I grabbed from that years ago because I thought his face made me laugh because it looks like he's staring at us, but he's not. So that's that'll be a good picture to post. <laughs> so all that to say, that's his face. <clears throat> and he said he doesn't mind the, being the butt of a joke. So <laughs> I was like, great, thanks. That's what I love about our husbands is that like we make fun of them a lot. Oh, yeah. Like I, I make fun of my husband all the time, mm-hmm. but it's how I show love. Oh, yeah. Um, we got to just kind of skip through these because yeah. it's getting long. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> this one says, just do an episode with Dave and Jacob uh, on what they thought of birth. I can tell you what Jacob thought of birth. It is yucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I think it would be more than that. It would be. But um, Dave would have a lot to say. He mm-hmm. loved it. But Good. also, we're both a little bit traumatized from it. Still. Well, I would say Jake's traumatized, and I have zero trauma. If I wasn't as old as I am, I'd have like 15 more kids. 
but you're not, not that's but a misconception someone, someone posted well i don't want 50 more kids i don't want, <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> yeah don't try don't to blame it on your age you can totally to do retire it. and like have kids out of my house like i love my kids and like every time i talk about like oh yeah we were might go on a cruise everyone's like who are you dumping your kids with i'm like no one i'm taking them with me because i actually like my kids but yeah. um also i want to like like my kids for a cluster and then like get them out so Jacob and I can have a nice life together. Naked Tuesdays again. Yeah, that'd be great. We used to have Naked Tuesdays all the time. <laughs> um, that I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. The amount of time she's posted her husband in underwear on Instagram is very high. Yeah, very high. Um, he, but the I think day, that Jake is traumatized too. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not, I, I, I think forgot, we're traumatized for different forgot reasons. All of it. I think Dave... I think one thing we should have prepared him more for is like you can talk about how like oh like when you see your wife in pain I don't think you can prepare you can't really somebody for that because that's Jake's only advice to everyone like one is like like do your best to prepare to have your wife ask you to please let her die and you can't prepare for that yeah meanwhile I'm like let's have another yeah the only time I remember I was man this is another podcast I have too many things in my brain Another podcast for another day is about like birth, not trauma, but like, well, Shannon's going to come on again. Oh, good. Like um, birth failure, but it didn't fail because he came out and he's healthy. But like for a small blip after he was born, I was like, oh, I didn't really birth him naturally myself because they had to like force me through transition. But no, I still did it myself, but it took a minute. But 100% natural. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't know how to like. I don't know the proper words to say. Yeah. But we should maybe have, maybe we should have, uh, we've had Lauren Hour on before. She's yeah. a therapist and mm-hmm. specializes in EMDR. Oh, nice. Um, which I've thought about doing because like I have the response about getting pregnant Still. again. Yeah. Just because like, yeah, it's a whole other podcast, but I think it's cause like the pain afterwards yeah. for a while. But the only, the only time I have had trauma, I think with Nova's, is right when I realized I was in labor. Then I immediately remembered everything from the last labor. But up to that point, I was like, labor's great. Everything's fine. It'll be great. God is kind by helping you to forget. Yes. yes. Or not, because now I like am desperately in need for baby number three, and we're not in the position that we want to have baby number three right now. Yeah. So, Well, we'll have Shannon, our both of our doula yeah. slash friend, mm-hmm. back on. She, she also has a podcast. Oh, that's... Oh! oh! It's a new... <laughs> it's a fairly new thing. Yeah. So... I'm I'm sorry I, I'm sorry that that wasn't on the forefront yeah. of my mind, but she has a uh, our doula and birth educator um, Shannon Backus has her podcast Birthing from the Inside Out, which is really great. We'll link that in the description because I think she's only this is I think her fourth episode that's launching this Friday. So yeah, um, it's really great and Yay. she's awesome. So listen to that. What piece of advice would you give to girls in their early twenties? Oh, my phone died. <laughs> Um, whatever you think you're doing that you think is currently correct, just do the opposite thing. No, just don't be a dodo. That also apparently needs to be a shirt. Don't be a dodo. Don't be a dodo. Wow. We're going to have so much swag before the end of this. (laughs) Um, man, that's a difficult one to actually pinpoint one thing. Everything is temporary. Yes. Emotions are temporary. Mm -hmm. Breakups are temporary. Yeah. I know it feels really big, but emotions, those big feelings level out. Yeah. And they're not so, 
And you kind of, it sucks, but you kind of learn what you're able to process as time goes on Mm -hmm. and everything is temporary. And I feel like the swing of time for me probably pivoted, I want to say maybe my mid to late 20s. where like like 27-ish. Up to that point, it's like, oh, this is going to last forever. And then now all of a sudden it's like I'm booking clients. It's like, oh yeah, in six weeks it'll be May. And I'm like, well, it's not going to happen. It was just January yesterday. Yeah. But everything, like, it does feel like it's going to last forever and it, it, it won't. It'll, yeah. You'll move on and everything will be good if you aren't a dodo. Yeah. I would say one more thing is that, um, and it sounds weird, but you can do hard things. Yeah. And I know, like, I would have been annoyed at that hearing that, but, um, like, a lot of people ask me with, like, mm-hmm. Because it's so weird. When you have a natural childbirth, birth, people are like, oh, I don't know how you did it. You're a superwoman. Like, did you ever mm-hmm. get that? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Leo's birth video has like almost like 700,000 oh, views, yay. which is lovely. Um, but also people, women will be like, oh, I don't know how you did that. And I'm like, no, like we, like there's literally nothing special about me. I'm just, yeah. Like I just did what God designed. Like that's yeah. it. Um, but as, you know, I had that, that labor and delivery experience, pe- like women have asked me, what piece of advice, like, do you advise about, you mm-hmm. know, birth or where I pick to have my birth or wherever? And I'm like, you choose your heart yeah. as well. Like, you you either have a hospital birth and um, you either have a good provider or you don't. And mm-hmm. that's hard to deal with. Yeah. It's either you do a home birth and, you know, you run maybe a little bit of a risk, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could be transferred, but not like you choose your heart. Like things, both ways are hard. Yeah. And you have to do a tra- natural over here, or maybe you'll be forced to do a, you know, an induction yeah. over here. Like it's hard either way. You just have to choose your heart, but you yeah. can do hard things. We are, everything is temporary. <laughs> and I think I remember. That sounded more insightful in my mind. <laughs> I no, it was good. I think Shannon said it. And then I think it's in the hypnobirthing course. And then I think I heard it somewhere else around the time of my second child being born, but it was like, you can, you can do anything for 60 seconds. Yeah. And I, well, I don't know why I hear Shannon's voice saying that. She must have said it somewhere in my subconscious. But it's yeah. like, when you think you can't do it, it's like, you can do literally anything for 60 seconds. Yeah. And all you have to do is get through the next 60 seconds. Yeah. But that makes me think of um, Thomas Sowell's coming to mind. But I don't, I don't know if that's correct. But um, it's, uh, his quote is, God is only asking you to do the next right thing or something like that. It's like just to take the next right step. Yeah. And so like, even if you have seriously forked up in your past, mm-hmm. like just do the next right thing. Yeah. And everything will, everything's temporary. Yeah. Oh, little Leah. No, no. Oh, little Irene. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what was your favorite memory from being on tour? <laughs> There's so many options. I know. I would say we played this festival, right? And we played a lot of sets. We played yeah. what? Seven, six sets like of an 11 hour day. 11 hour day. It was so, 11 sets. Was it 11 it sets? Was 11 it was 11 sets, sets. Because we were the side stage next to the main stage. So like main stage would be setting up and we'd play like a half hour, 45 mm-hmm. minute set while they transitioned the stage. And then they'd play and then we'd play and they played. We played mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. Hardest thing I think I've ever done. Yep. <laughs> Still, not even birth. Yeah. That was hard. Yep. That was our like drummer got heat stroke. It was awful. <laughs> oh man. But it was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Um, wonderful. Uh anyway, side stage. 
And there was this one of our bandmates. Do we say who it was? Whatever. There was a girl in the front row who was flirting with one of my bandmates <laughs> the whole time. The whole like, time. I'm saying, like, they're, like playing music, and he's like, and she's like, progressively getting drunker and drunker. Yeah, drunker and drunker, set. but like, just, also, just don't be a dodo. Don't get drunk at a festival by like yourself. Someone could have murdered her. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm like, I'm not being judgy. Just don't be a dodo. She don't get don't get hammered. But here's to have the thing: any friends around her, like let, protecting let, her, saying like, no. "Hey, maybe don't go to this van in the dark." So per, the next step is that the, we end our set. We all go back to our van to like rest our feet because it's like mm-hmm. it's like I don't know the eighth or ninth set of the day. We're exhausted. And we're wearing cute shoes, so they were not comfortable. No, and so like all of our feet are ele- elevated. We're mm-hmm. resting, thinking about what the next set's going to be, mm-hmm. and this. <laughs> opens my van door <laughs> like our tour van i don't know why i did this it's not like yeah. a tour it's like a what 15 passenger yeah. white mm-hmm. murder van mm-hmm. and yeah. she like opens the door and like throws her head in and it's like where's so and so and i'm like my eyes are huge and then our drummer is like what does he say did he say why he's like why he's like, I, she's like i just want to make sure he's back in time for your set and he was like He's a grown man. He's a grown man. And like, get out of the van. I was just so proud because I was just stunned that like someone had the audacity to come into someone else's vehicle. Yeah. But it's hilarious now. Oh, yeah. And then also that same. That same night, it was dark and we're all in the van. (laughs) And I don't know who in the van noticed it, but they're like, hey, there's a drunk man peeing on the front of the van. We're all sitting in there and this man's just peeing on the van. But didn't didn't Dad flip the lights on? That's right. He, so he flipped the headlights on. And then the, the guy, the guy was like, Ooh! but then the girls, there were two girls who. So we had our van with the trailer hooked up, and then there were two girls who popped a squat behind. Remember between? <laughs> I don't remember that between the trailer and Why don't I the back that? of the van? What is wrong with people? And don't Dad passed a flashlight, and we flashed the flashlight on him. Like, be like, hey, we can see you taking a piss on our bumper. Yeah. People oh, suck. But like, also the porta potties were really lines were really long. They were. <clears throat> Should we do one more? Yes, because we've we've been really long with it. Yeah, I, we have. We both said like, let's set a timer. Let's be efficient <laughs> about this. My question. right boob is so filled with milk. <laughs> I gotta go. I am purposefully drying mine up, so I'm good. <sighs> question number something: How do you dry a milk supply? Don't know. How do you wean? Don't know. Anyways, that was a question. I don't know I the just, answer. There's no answer because when they get bigger. They can look at you with their cute little like wrinkly mouths and say, please, can I have some more? And she's realized now if she giggles, if she asks and I say no, she goes, please, please, can I just have a little <laughs> bit more? I'm not going to say no. Because then part of me is like, what if this is the last time you ever nurse and you never nurse again? It's weird to be But also go away. <laughs> well, even when she's like, Leo is being, you know, kind of a pill, but mm-hmm. like wants to cuddle, but then doesn't want to cuddle. And it's just like kind of irritated. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, children. Yeah. I'm like, oh, someday you're not going to want to cuddle me. And so then I just, I, I just, yeah, it's so weird to be a parent. I've been referring to my daughter at the moment. She's just hit terrible twos as um, the Sour Patch Kid commercials. Do you remember those? Where it's like, oh, yeah. First they're sour and then they're sweet. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But she still has like fat baby hands. So when she hugs you and like she squeezes her little knuckles, get dimples. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you can keep nursing. Yeah. Till I shrivel away. Next question: Homeschool and the the stigmas against it, and go. But we actually have a podcast in the roster, yeah, about this topic. So we'll answer that 
Not that any of these were short answers, but no. we'll answer that in a different podcast because that'll yeah. be a super With long episode. With the guest episode. who um, is passionate about the subject yeah. as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so we will answer that, but just check back later. Yeah. Later. Later. Do right. you watch those two? What? Do you watch those two? I'm just echoing oh. you. What happened? What is it? It's a Riker's favorite YouTube channel. No, I don't watch that. <laughs> Why would I watch that? I don't know. It's, um, I was just echoing you like a parrot. Come on. <laughs> Daily Dose of Internet. And it's just like this kid compiles like top videos of things from like TikTok, Instagram, whatever, whatever. And he, um, every video starts off with, hello, everybody. This is your daily dose of internet. And then at the very, very end, he says whatever. And then he goes later. (laughs) And that's every time the boys are at our house and Riker, he's like, it's my favorite YouTube. And they'll just watch him for half an hour. So anyways, that's why I, never mind. No, I was just... I was just being a little parrot. Cluck, cluck. No, that's a chicken dog. (laughs) What does a parrot do? Maybe I could gift you one of my children's animal sound books. I don't. You know what? I'm talking to you. I think. Do parrots have their own sound? That's. I think they just. Well, not all parrots talk. This is not a zoology (laughs) podcast. Move on. It could be because childhood me was determined to be a biologist. Hmm. I studied biology in college for the. This is a fun question that nobody asked us. Yeah. What did you, um, what did childhood you want to do for a living? I really was going to be either a spy or a marine biologist. Hmm. I am neither of those things, but okay. I still watch documentaries obsessively, read animal books, watch animal videos, and carry a firearm. So here I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh, it depends on the phase. I don't yeah. think I ever like stuck to like, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people who are in the music industry are like, oh, ever since I was a kid, I just dreamed about being on stage. I never mm-hmm. dreamed about being on stage. Yeah. I used to lie about it because that's what I thought people wanted to hear from me of like, oh, to oh, dream. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. Um, It was actually something that was like encouraged, like something someone else saw in me, mm-hmm. which is very lovely. Yeah. It's like your close-knit people around you can see things in you that maybe even you can't even mm-hmm. see so that's why i try to always be obnoxiously encouraging of like yeah. oh you want a youtube channel like do it like yeah. i mean edit it that's go ahead so but um okay let's do one last question <laughs> this is a big one yeah i'll read it to you okay do you have an answer what is the best thing that has ever happened to you i don't know how to answer that Okay. Because there's been a lot of good things that have happened yeah. in my life. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. There are so many, so many things, so many mm-hmm. blessings. Something that Dave and I have started doing, I don't know if I mm-hmm. told you this, we have, because um, I, for a while there was in a slump of being very pessimistic. I actually mm-hmm. wrote a song about it. It's called oh. when, Pessimist is what it's yeah. called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that reminds me, I have to tell you about one of Jake's new-ish songs too. Okay. We'll do, we'll talk about, talk about it off air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so we got a jar and every time mm-hmm. something positive happens, we just have a sticky note. It's not oh, fancy. We just write sweet. like, yeah, like our house sold. Yeah. Made a profit. Mm-hmm. Like what a blessing. That's so awesome. that at the end of the year, we can look back and be like, these are all the things that God's hand was in through the whole year. Yeah. And because otherwise, like I have a trash memory. I forget. And then I'm like, yeah. where are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. It's really nice. Um, I mean, I'd say of the major things, finding your life partner. Oh, yeah. And my husband that like. You can go through the trenches of whatever and know, like, I never have to question if he's right by my side. Yeah. So that's an amazing thing. And then, like, it feels 
like I want to say the kids too, but it feels like stereotypical to say my kids are the best things that ever happened to me. But like I made those things. They're yeah. pretty great. And those things would not have come about without my husband. So yeah. those are some great things. Yeah. Because I would say like, yeah, I'm a female business owner, but like at the end of the day, everything up to now would not have happened if it wasn't for like my partnership with yeah. your brother, our friendship. Yeah. So There's a song. I only heard it because of the TV show Nashville, mm-hmm. but it's a song called um, A Life That's Good. I'll throw it in the description, mm. um, but it's, I mean, let me sing it in my mind real quick. At the end of the day, Lord, I pray I have a life that's good. Literally mm-hmm. everything is like, like kind of how we were talking earlier about how everything is temporary. Yeah. It's like, actually, when you boil things down of like, I have parents who are like to a fault supportive. Like they should tell me I can't do something <laughs> at some point. Like they're so kind and so loving. And I have a husband who is mm-hmm. <clears throat> like so wildly talented and kind to me um, and good to our daughter. Mm-hmm. And then an adorable daughter who uh, is smart and mm-hmm. progressing by the day. Like when it all comes down to it, like we're just so like, I'm, I feel really, really blessed. Yeah. So what's that? The last question says, tell me a funny story, but that makes me feel like on the spot. I don't have any stories. You're not a SpongeBob watcher. No. Are you a SpongeBob watcher? I need you to like rally with me in the comments here. It was of the devil in my household. I really think. Uh, yeah, Squidward. I think he was too whiny. <laughs> Seriously, whiny shows my parents didn't let us watch. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the kids copy everything, but we loved. I still like I made my kids watch SpongeBob the other day because I wanted to and they didn't want to. Too bad we're watching SpongeBob. Anyways, there's an episode of SpongeBob where. Squidward, which is none of this is going to mean anything to you, but Squidward was trying to upstage this, his frenemy and, um, he needed to have a fancy restaurant and SpongeBob was ruining everything as he normally does. So, um, Squidward told him to forget everything in his brain except for what's in this book. And it was a book on like how to run a fancy restaurant. And, um, so SpongeBob goes into his brain and there's a million little SpongeBob's running around And these little Spongebobs are like burning, they're opening file cabinets in the brain and burning everything and throwing everything in the trash and shredding it. And they're, they're literally forgetting everything that is not this book. And the restaurant's great and it's beautiful. And Spongebob is acting like a mature little sponge and not like what he usually is until Squilliam says, oh, you're, you know, whatever, whatever, what's your name? And then his eyes, like he glosses over and his eyes roll back into his head and the little SpongeBob's are like sweating and they're running around like crazy. They're digging through these empty file cabinets. They're flipping up boxes and it's like, we can't find a name. What is our name? We can't. And they cannot find anything. So I feel like now, well, ever since I saw that as a kid, when someone asks me something and my mind goes blank, I now picture, a bu- <laughs> but I don't picture a bunch of me's. I picture a bunch of SpongeBob's in my brain looking for a story that they can't find. I love that. All that is very say, elaborate. It's like, tell me a story. And I'm like, Doop. there's no stories. Brain's empty. Everything's gone. Funny story. I, I see. I I have, which is funny. I have like, not stage fright, but like, yeah. My brain goes blank when someone asks me something point blank. Yeah. And I I definitely know a, a funny story, but my brain just stops. Like I I understand why as you're sitting at home watching Family Feud, and they're doing the end questions. It's like, how did you not know that a red fruit is an apple? And they'll it's like name a fruit that is red, and they're like uh uh uh, yeah. and I'm like, how do you not know it's an apple? But it's like, well, if I was in that situation. Yeah. Nothing. There'd be nothing yeah. there. I'd be like, I don't know, banana. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Or I'd say something dumb like an orange, which is a color. So 
Some of the things people say, man. <laughs> it's funny. So I guess that's it. Yeah. I hope you guys have a great week. That's a little bit more info about us. Yeah. I, I love it. Me too. I love listening to podcasts like this where mm-hmm. I get to, I feel like I get to know the host. And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see you guys next time. If you guys have a couple seconds, leave a review on Spotify or Apple podcast. Yes. And, or if you're on YouTube. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, like, and subscribe, mm-hmm. we can be those losers and be like, hit that smash button. Smash no. the something, something. Hit. What, Listen, what are the lame things that people say? I don't remember. Cause when I started on YouTube before I accidentally neglected my channel, it was like a different culture. So I used to know everything. And then yeah. now I'm like so far removed. Cause I don't watch you much YouTube now just for timing's sake that yeah. I'm like, I don't know. What are people, what are the cool kids doing? A lot of times like, welcome to my channel. Um, today, blah, 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 blah. Can't say that some of my early stuff doesn't sound exactly like that. Yeah, but like, when you're young, you want to fit in so badly. Yeah. And now, now I start off a podcast with a meat stick in my teeth. So, <laughs> so anyways, leave a review, comment. Yes. Um, yes. If you guys have a podcast, po- 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 <laughs> a podcast request. Yes. Literally anything you want to know anything about. under the sun. We will anything. talk about. Within reason, we will talk about. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Or we'll find somebody who is somewhat an expert, somewhat knowledgeable in that topic, and we'll have them on. Yeah. So, that's it. Later. (laughs) Later. Thanks for being with us today. Follow us on Instagram at underthesun underscore podcast. We'd love to meet you. Please help us out by subscribing on YouTube and leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time. Please remember this information is made available to you for informational and educational purposes only. It is in no way a substitute for medical advice.